This is the sixth Sunday of Easter, and you're listening to the Gospel of the Lord in the homily of Reverend Angelo Satino, pastor of Nativity of Our Lord Parish in Warminster, Pennsylvania. you. Reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Jesus said to his disciples, whoever loves me will keep my word and my father will love him and we will come to him and make our dwelling with him. Whoever does not love me does not keep my words. Yet the word you hear is not mine, but that of the father who sent me. I have told you this while I am with you. The Advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you everything and remind you of all that I have told you. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. Not as the world gives, do I give it to you. Do not let your hearts be troubled or afraid. You heard me tell you, I am going away and I will come back to you. If you loved me, you would rejoice that I am going to the Father, for the Father is greater than I. And now I have told you this before it happens, so that when it happens, you may believe. The Gospel of the Lord. This time of Easter season is a time of great rejoicing for us as Christians because we celebrate what the Lord Jesus did for us. If we are believers and we know who we are honestly before God, we know we need we needed personally his sacrifice because we are all sinners in our own right. And Jesus, being sent by the Father as the sacrifice offered for the forgiveness of our sins and for the salvation of the world, is something we should rejoice in. Today's gospel, Jesus says, whoever loves me will keep my word. To think about that. I think you and I, as people of faith, are trying to keep God's word. But why do we do it? And what does it mean to love God? What does it mean to love another person? How do we human beings begin to love someone? There's all different reasons for loving people. Sometimes they are genuinely offering true love. And sometimes it's out of something that we're looking to get. Sometimes what we call love has nothing to do with love. It has to do with dependency, need, what I get out of it. And that's why we see so many relationships in the world today fall apart. 
because we are human beings and not God, often the way we begin to love someone is when we do see something in them that is good and that we can be grateful for. Often there is a need for us to receive. A truly loving relationship is a give and take. It's not an all take. It's not all about me. So often when someone, their goodness catches our thoughts, when their actions do something that we are grateful for, we begin to appreciate who they are, and eventually we begin to love them and open ourselves up to them. The same is with God. Do two people in a relationship perfectly satisfy and appease each other? No. We all know that in relationships, there are the joys and the good points, and there are sometimes the offenses and the pain. But when we know genuine love is there, we are able to rise above the negativity. Anyone who has been in a long, genuinely loving relationship knows that. We imitate Christ in that we sacrifice ourselves for the other at times. But we know the foundation of genuine love, mutual love, is there. Jesus says, whoever loves me will keep my word. And as I said, I think you and I are trying to keep his word. But why are we trying to keep it? Do we really love God? Very often people do things mechanically. We keep God's word because we don't want to go to hell. We keep God's word because we want to feel good inside ourselves. Look at me, what I do. We keep God's word because we want attention from other people. Look at me. Look how I live. We keep God's word just because it's the routine of life. But do we love God? My brothers and sisters, you and I both know that when we do something for the wrong reasons... It has no positive effect in our lives. In fact, usually, it's a negative effect. We do the things begrudgingly. We're torn up inside because we really don't want to be doing this, but we do it because of some obligation, some ulterior motive. But when we do something because we love we grow in the image of God. We reflect his presence and his love to the world. So as you and I, sinners that we are, attempt to keep God's word, attempt to love God and fail at times, God knows if the loving relationship, if that foundation is there. And so just like two human beings 
who love each other but offend each other at times, the love overcomes it. The relationship is not destroyed. So I ask you, as we celebrate the joy of Easter, do you realize what God has done for you as an individual? Think about why you try to keep the commandments, why you try to keep God's word, why you try to live according to God's will. And then remember, probably deep down under all the ulterior things, it's because you're growing in your love for God. If there is no love, then what you are doing has nothing to do with redemption and salvation.